welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Morgan Gus. This is That's All Pod. I'm fucking happy to be here. I really hope you guys are too. Oh, don't mind the noise. This is Mosey, my friend's dogs. Um, you guys know my friend, actually, Steph. She's been on the pod. She told us all about the fuckboys and how to stay away from them. Um, I brought Mosey over to my house, her dog, and so she's hanging out with me. So if you hear her in the back, don't mind that. We're waiting on mom to come pick her up. Anyway, um, yeah, welcome back, you guys. I, I'm doing a solo episode today. I feel like having a nice little mix of interviews and solo episodes has been really fun for me because, you know, I love to talk. That's why that's why we're here. That's why that's all exists. But I feel like sometimes I get kind of bored talking to myself. But I still like to be able to just like sit and chat with you guys on my own um, and just spill all my thoughts to you. So, yeah, I've been liking the good mix of interviews and solo episodes. And hopefully you guys have been loving the guests. Um, so far, they've just been my friends. But I feel like they just have good things to say. And so why not bring them on, let them chat, um, and then you guys can hear all that. I am also trying to get some other people on the pod, some bigger interviews instead of just my friends, um, and I'm really excited about that. We'll see who we actually get on here, but I definitely want to do some more episodes just about like money and spending and budgeting and finance. I feel like that's something we have yet to dig into on here. That's definitely something that I have a huge interest in and love to hear podcasts about. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get into my life updates. Um, I feel like just life in general is just fucking flying by recently. Like, you're telling me that it's mm, over halfway through February? Like, I am confused. I don't understand where time has gone. Like, what is happening? I just feel like... I've just my day to day has been like a routine and it gets kind of monotonous. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I told you guys, I've been loving this routine, been loving this grandma mother era I am entering and I'm kind of obsessed with it. But I also am like, holy shit, the days fly by when it's all the same thing. Um, so I don't know. I'm trying, trying to find a in between. Sorry, I was telling Mosey to leave my <laughs> slipper alone, but I just feel like I'm trying to find this good balance of you know having a routine but also getting travel in and so I don't know I have been loving working out I told you guys I've been I went to kickboxing I did kickboxing again this week um overall I've just been like showing up for myself a lot more lately typically like let's say on the weekend even if I'm like oh I don't want to go out I end up going out like I did last weekend and I told you guys about and same thing happened this weekend. I did not plan on going out Saturday night, but Sadie really wanted to do something. And I was like, all right, let's do something. So we ended up going to the bar at like 730. I had one drink when we got there, nursed it for quite a long time, um, was feeling pretty sober. And then Sadie and I had been talking about shots. And so she came back and I was like, I got a tequila shot. Sounded kind of good. Took a tequila shot. And then literally had water in between and all the rest of the night and I was home by I think like 11 so I came home early I never got drunk um I enjoyed what I drank and then I ended up going to kickboxing Sunday morning at like 9 a.m got my ass absolutely kicked like when I tell you that was the fucking hardest workout class I've ever been to I was literally dying so many burpees so many sit-ups push-ups just so much kickboxing but it was so 
great. And it, I did something for me. Like I, I took control of the narrative of my weekend instead of being like, oh, I'm going out. My Sunday mornings ruined. Like, no, my Sunday mornings are so like sacred to me. My Sundays in general are kind of sacred to me. And I'm like, why do I continually ruin it for myself by getting so drunk and then my next day being ruined? And I've like go back and forth and like I want to be sober. And then I'm like, no, but I like going out. I like having a drink. I like having a cocktail. Like it's fun. It tastes good. It's an event to do with my friends. And so I like keep going back and forth on that. But I'm realizing it's I'm like, I don't need to completely go cold turkey and cut it out. But I also just need a better balance. Like I don't need to get absolutely fucked up, absolutely hammered every time I go out. I can just have a drink. I can enjoy myself. Yeah, I can take a shot. And I took the shot because it sounded good and it tasted good. Like I got good tequila. I didn't just get house tequila just to take a tequila shot and get drunk. Like I wanted a good shot of tequila. So I got that. So I don't know. I just life. I feel like it's like flying by recently, but I also am just like, really really focusing on myself and it just feels so fucking good and like I just am so proud of myself for like something as simple as not getting drunk on Saturday I understand like for some people that's probably not that great of an accomplishment but for someone who just like I'm a social drinker like I have really don't have a desire to drink during the week or like have a drink it's usually like if we go out like I just I am no I'm such a lightweight. I have no tolerance. I can have two drinks and I'm feeling a good buzz, feeling a little fucked up. And so for me, then once I like feel drunk, then I have a hard time like pulling back. And so I'm just trying to find that balance with drinking for me. I actually have a friend who was sober for a year. And so I think I'm going to bring her on soon and she's going to talk about her sobriety because I just think it's a really, it's a topic that's like coming up a lot more. I feel like in with people our age I don't know maybe it's just like the people that I follow or like what I'm seeing on social media but I feel like a lot of people are like becoming more sober curious or trying out sobriety last winter I was sober for like four months almost five months mostly like through the winter it was because I was really depressed but like and I also just I didn't have a desire to go out I feel like I was kind of like burnt out of it but I do feel like I felt really good like physically and I think that's my other thing with drinking right now is that like I've been putting so much work into my physical body and my like mental space or like my mental health and I'm like I'm not really gonna if I'm like consistently like drinking yes I believe you can still drink and like lose weight or do whatever reach your physical goals if you're going out but I also just think that like I don't need to be drinking as much as I do or I don't need to be getting blackout or like Okay, I haven't been blackout a long time, but I don't need to be getting so drunk on the weekends. Like I can have a drink like I did this weekend, have fun. Like I was having, I was still having fun, but I was also like making better choices. Like not only with the drinking part, but like, okay, we're at the bar. Typically if a guy like comes up to talk to me, like, especially if I'm drunk, like I'm usually into it. Even if I'm not actually into the guy, when you're drunk, they just look a little cuter. They sound a little nicer they sound a little less douchey and so I feel like when I'm drinking or I'm drunk I'm like way more likely to be like flirting with guys or whatever and I have no problem talking to people sober but being having some alcohol in me like it takes a little bit of the edge off like it gives it takes away my social anxiety for sure and so we were at the bar I was feeling pretty sober drinking water 
some guys came up to talk to me because eventually uh, basically at one point I was like sitting at the table by myself for like 10 minutes because Sadie and Delaney had to run out and then Delaney left and then Sadie was coming back and blah 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 so I was at the table by myself and some of the guys came up to chat and I was like yeah you guys are like more than welcome to stay here my friend is coming back but like feel free so the one guy sat there they were talking with his friend Sadie came back we started talking to them and um they were being like kind of flirty just like talkative whatever and he was like oh you're drinking water and like mind you this guy is giving like msu frat boy douchebag just like so like preppy just asshole but like pretending to be nice whatever and i was like oh yeah like i'm just drinking water and he was like he's like why are you drinking water he's like let me get you a drink what are you drinking and i was like honestly like i'm good like i really don't want to drink and like i feel like any other night i would have been like okay free drink might as well take it but i'm like i don't need it like i don't want it I do not want a drink. I chose to drink water tonight for a reason. Just because you're going to get me a free drink doesn't mean I need to drink. And also, why? Like, why do you think I need to drink? Like, I don't need to drink to make you more comfortable. I think that's the thing with, like, alcohol and, like, being out is that people think you being sober is such, like, a, like, uncomfortable thing for them or something, which I honestly just don't think I've ever really understood. Like, why is me being sober... Why does that like make you uncomfortable? Why does that upset you? Why do you think that I need to be drunk? And but then I like I feel myself doing that to other people like when I go out and I'm drinking and I want to get drunk. And I'm like, why? Oh, like, why are you drinking water? Like, come on, get one drink. But Like, why do we do that? I don't understand. I don't know. But anyway, sorry to g- just go so deep into this. But essentially he was like, asked me if I want a drink, trying to flirt with me. And I'm like, dude you're a douchebag like I didn't say this to him but in my head I'm like this guy's a douchebag Morgan like you don't want any you don't want to like yeah be friendly and I was like being friendly chatting it up with him but like there's nothing else behind and if I was drunk like I feel like I would have like oh my god a guy's paying me attention like let's flirt with them let's push it further let's see where this goes like blah 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 like but I don't actually want that I can see right now that he's a douchebag I can see right now I don't want that but because I'm sober, I can see it. Like if I was drunk, I would just ignore the red flags. And the other guy I actually, I was kind of into and like we were chatting and, but I just like nothing really came of it. He was still a little bit douchey. He was in college and then they started talking and kind of just ignoring us. And then we ended up going home. And like, if I was drunk, like, I feel like I'd be like, dang it. Like I like wish I would have brought a guy home or like had someone to hang out with like whatever. But like I was sober and I was like, I'm so glad I came home alone can come home eat a little something something go to bed get up early go to my workout class and like have such a great Sunday morning to myself and if I was drinking more if I was drunk like that wouldn't have happened so I don't know for me I just feel like I'm very proud of myself for that and I feel like it's something that I I've just struggled with ever since I started drinking I feel like when I started drinking I was always drinking in high amounts like in high school like the end of high school when I started partying and going out like I just if I was drinking it was a lot like it wasn't even a lot it was just enough to get me drunk and then I would drink too much like I would always just go too far and I just feel like I don't want to do that anymore if there's one thing I'm noticing and like really putting together these last few months is that like I am truly in control of my own life you are truly in control of your own life you are control in control of the narrative of your life and if you're constantly making choices that don't represent who you want to be in the future who you want to be now or like your highest self like 
you're not going to become that. Like you have to actively make choices, make better choices that are going to push you and propel you to be that person that you want to be. And it's just like really hitting now for me. Like I've heard that so many times and I'm sure you're like Morgan, it's a fucking cliche. Like I fucking get it. I've heard that so many times. But like genuinely it's hitting for me. It's like setting in that I can be whoever I want to be. I can live the life that I want to live, but it all comes down to the choices that I make. And so if I'm making poor choices, then like it's not gonna, then my life is not gonna be what I want. Like, I don't know. Hopefully that makes sense. But I just want to encourage you that if you are trying to drink less, if you're trying to do break any other habits or like do something different, number one, if you were like trying to learn more about habits, go listen to Shelby Sacco. Uh, she has a podcast called Sad to Sad sad to savage her instagram is shelby sacco something i don't know but she's on tiktok too and she has so much about like habits and you can't break a habit but like you can change your habits and all sorts of stuff like that but my point is that you like you can take control of the narrative of your life and you can become the person that you want to be but you have to make hard choices sometimes and like not that not drinking is like the hardest choice ever but it's still a choice like i made I made the choice to say no to the drink I'm from the guy. I made the choice to say no to having more drinks. I made the choice to stay sober, drive us home, or I guess I didn't drive, I Ubered, whatever. I made those choices, and those choices led to a better next day for me, and I think that's my biggest thing with drinking is that I end up, like, so fucking hungover. I don't get up until, like, 11 or noon, and then I, like, ruin my next day, and, like, I fucking hate that, like, my Sunday mornings are something that I love any morning. Like, I love my mornings. I love my morning routine and like getting up and going to a workout class. that was hard as fuck that pushed me so far. Like that felt so much more rewarding than getting fucked up on Saturday night and coming home and then eating a bunch of food and then the next morning feeling like shit and hungover. Like it just, it, it feels better for me. Again, we all have our phases. I, I'm never shaming anyone if you are in an era in a phase of your life where like you are partying a lot you're drinking a lot there's no shade to you whatsoever because I'm sure I'm gonna go through another one of those and who knows I don't know but right now this is what's working for me and like what I feel is like important in my life and like being the person that I want to be and so I don't know enough about that but you're in charge of your life and the choices that you make create the kind of life that you want or the kind of life that you don't want. It just depends on the choices that you're making, I guess. But anyway, I feel like you guys, y'all are therapy 2.0 for me. I've been going to therapy again. I've had like three sessions with my new therapist and I'm number one, just obsessed with her. She is amazing. I feel like she's already done so much more for me in the last fucking three weeks than my other therapist did all summer. But in that, like therapy is not just a, oh, I, went to, I went to therapy like it felt great blah 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 like no it doesn't feel great you dig up a lot of shit like in the last two sessions we have dug up so much about myself and the trauma from my last relationship and just how that all has affected me and like it's wild <laughs> it like i it's been almost a year since a breakup. So I'm like, oh, I'm fine. She's like, do you want to talk about your past relationship? I went in trying to talk about like anxiety and ADHD. And the last three weeks we've been talking about <laughs> my relationship and my breakup. And we're just digging up so much shit that I thought I let myself feel. Like I after the breakup, I was, I was really trying to let myself feel it all. And like, 
I wanted to deal with it as healthily as possible. I got into therapy right after and, you know, try and do, do all this stuff for myself. But I think I only let myself feel stuff for the first few months. And then the further away it got from the breakup, I'm like, well, why are you feeling upset about this stuff like that? Breakup was like so long ago. You're supposed to be fine by now. And it's been almost a year and it turns out there's a lot that I push down and like, I'm not fine. Like, I think that I am and like, overall I am, but like, there's a lot that I need to work through just like things that affected me, things that I did in that relationship that I don't want to do again, things that he did that just like weren't on purpose fucking me up, but like they fucked me up and I just, I'm not in a place where like I'm ready for another relationship right now. Like I thought I was like, there's just a lot I'm trying to work through and therapy. I just, I cannot recommend therapy enough. It, I'm the biggest advocate for therapy. I think it's so great. Again, like I wish I had been in it longer, um, but I'm glad that I'm back into it. And it, it, if you have a good therapist that you connect with and they can help you like, or you feel comfortable with them, you can get vulnerable with them. You can talk through stuff with them. Like they can help you work through a lot. And even just like her digging some stuff up. Like I left therapy yesterday and just sobbed. I guess this would have been like four days ago because today's Friday that this comes out but I left therapy and I was like feeling kind of good she's like at this point like dig up some stuff for you I was like yeah yeah no problem like whatever and like we kind of had to like end abruptly because our hour was up she was like I have like more I want to talk about next week with all this I'm like okay cool like on my car and I was like okay yeah that was kind of a lot that was kind of heavy and I just started fucking sobbing like I sobbed the entire way home the poor cars next to me part like got red lights they like a few people looked at me and I'm just like literally like sobbing and I was like okay clearly there was stuff that I needed to get out like clearly I just needed to like feel some stuff that I've been pushing down because I think it's really easy to just be like oh that happened so long ago like I don't I don't don't need to be upset about it like no if you don't deal with it it's gonna come up whether it's a month later a year later fucking five years later who fucking knows you got to deal with it at some point so I don't know it's a lot but I'm very glad that I'm starting to work through all this and like figure it all out because I know it's going to feel so much better in the long run. And yeah, I just feel like I'm talking things out in therapy and then I'm coming here and talking things out with you guys. And so I got like two therapists. You guys are my therapists. And then I have an actual therapist that I, you know, pay to help me out. But you guys are a close, close second. Um, I also scheduled kickboxing for right after therapy. And if that wasn't the smartest thing I've ever done, I don't know what is. I went straight to or I came home eight and then went to kickboxing and I after crying and like feeling all these fucking emotions I'm like all right this is my new routine we're gonna do Tuesday morning therapy Tuesday afternoon kickboxing and it feels so fucking good um so yeah go try kickboxing if you have it I'm very grateful that Steph forced me to go with her because now I'm like kind of obsessed um and I have more classes coming up and I'm just been loving it but other life updates I feel like I am I'm there's a lot sorry I've just been going on and on and on but I went to Noah Khan concert last week and literally the greatest decision I ever made me and Jenna booked tickets last minute like the week before and it did end up being quite expensive but you know what no fucking regrets I wanted tickets since the tour launched and then I didn't buy them right away and this, the prices skyrocketed and blah 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 and finally I was like Jenna we were talking and we're like let's just fucking go so we bought tickets we went and so fucking happy we went 
it was just so good i just love him and he's awesome and i also just bought uh zach bryan tickets this week so we're doing great guys i'm in my concert era and i'm loving it as for other things that are going on in my life i actually just booked an elopement in san diego it's in two weeks I'm so fucking excited. It was kind of obviously a little bit last minute. I had been chatting with them before and then they weren't really sure about their plans. And then she was like, hey, you still available in two weeks? And I was like, fuck yeah. And it was right when I was about to literally book a flight to Croatia. I've just been itching to go somewhere and there's been like really good deals for Europe. And so I like had this whole thing planned out. Lauren and I were going to go to Croatia and go to this fucking national park there and I was just so fucking excited and I was like waiting for Lauren to answer and then I got a DM from this girl who wanted to curl open she was like hey, are you still available and it was like right when I would have gone to Croatia so I was like oh my god is this a sign that I shouldn't go to Croatia and I should book this sounds good so just book this elopement in San Diego so I'll be going to San Diego I think it's March 1st to 7th so I'll have to make sure I pre-record an episode for you guys and you guys don't have to miss out but I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be so fun. And it's just so nice that I'm like finally like actually breaking into the destination space. And just like the it makes me feel so good to know that somebody like this couple found me and love me enough that they want to fly me to San Diego for their elopement. Like, are you kidding? Like, that's so fucking awesome. And I don't know, it just makes me feel so good. And it makes me feel like everything I've been like working towards is coming true and like it's happening and then I also got a uh, message from one of my couples that I'm doing their wedding in Oregon this fall and they want me to come out to Portland in April to do their engagements so essentially I went from having like zero trips planned to now having San Diego and I'm making a trip out of it so I'm gonna be there for like a week and just a little solo trip and I'm really excited but I'm going to San Diego for a week and then I'll come home and then beginning of April I'm going to Boston for a few days and to New York I'm going to the what we said show in Boston and then yeah I'll be in New York for like Easter and stuff with my aunt and then coming back and then I'll be home for like a week and then I go to Portland so I don't know I feel like it's a good mix I'm like getting some travel back in I'm getting back into the swing of things because this like monotonous (laughs) very routine life isn't something that's like long term for me but it's been like a nice little break so I don't know. I'm loving, loving that I got to live this like chill winter era, but I feel like things are about to start picking back up and it's got me a little bit stressed out just because I've been in, used to not working and it feels really nice and all I do is take care of myself, but I'm excited to get back into work because I love work and I love my job. And the fact that I'm about to shoot a fucking elopement in San Diego at Sunset Cliff Cliffs, like so fucking pretty you guys are gonna have to stay tuned for the images um they'll be on my business instagram but i'm just fucking excited i got a lot of travel coming up and feel like i'm feeling good about myself i go to the gym i feel like it's working just lots of stuff happening in my life and i feel like i just talked about my life updates for so fucking long and i didn't even tell you guys what this episode's about but i know you read the you read the title right but we are talking about let's just get into it we are talking about things that i wish i could tell my younger self because there's a fuck ton of things and I just feel like if you're listening and you're younger um I'm 22 for reference if you're younger and you're like oh my god what did you wish you knew when you were younger or even if you're older than me and you're like yeah I just want to hear about things I wish I would have known things that we can like tell people that are I don't know you know I just feel like it's a nice little conversation to have um I don't want this podcast to be always like 
giving tips just because I don't think I definitely think I can be a helpful person and I have good things to say but I also don't want to be like always giving you advice because sometimes I just like to chat like I just like to have conversations like I feel like last week with Sadie it was like yeah we were giving some tips but like we were really just like talking about the subject of like being single and so I just want to like talk about these things I like just talking and I think that's what this podcast was originally like my idea for it was to just be chatting and having conversations so all things said let's get into things that I wish I could tell my younger self I also got some input from you guys so at the end I'll be reading through some things from listeners some of it's stuff that I already had on mine so I won't like dig into a lot of it but some of it's stuff that I didn't have on my own list so yeah anyway first thing I wish I would have known when I was younger is that some shit is just not that deep like there are some things that are going to happen in your life that just actually don't matter that much like it's just really not that deep or things that people say or shit that happens especially like in high school like it's just not that fucking deep like you don't need to take things so personal and I don't think I took like there was a lot that I really let bounce off my back especially like I would say mid end of high school I was pretty carefree like almost too carefree wasn't ever feeling any feelings like kind of numbed all that but I definitely feel like when I was younger like I took a lot of things more personal and like we're all like especially if you're like in middle school like you we're all just trying to figure it out nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about kids making fun of you kids saying dumb shit like they're also just kids at the end of the day they're all just kids and like if you listen to the episode with me and Jenna talking about communication and friendships I think it was like episode like 13 or something um back towards the beginning but If you listen to that, we literally talk about the fact that Jenny used to bully me. She's my best friend in the entire world now, and she has been for years and years. But, like, she went through a little bit of a mean bullying phase. I was also annoying, but she, like, she had that phase. And my point is that, like, we're all just fucking kids. Like, we all have probably gone through shit. We're probably going through shit. We have no idea how to deal with our emotions, most likely. We don't know like usually the bully the bullying kids are like the ones that either are like have been bullied I don't know my my point is like we're all just kids we're all just trying to figure it out and so try not to take things so personal kids might be mean to you peers might be mean to you but like you just you don't need to take it so personal um I also feel like this episode just talking about this stuff kind of like heals my inner child a bit and maybe it'll heal yours um But, like, just thinking about, like, younger me, like, I wish I could give her a hug. Like, there's so many things I wish she would have known. All these things that I'm about to talk about, I wish she would have known. And in therapy, actually, we've been talking about just, like, my younger self. And, like, essentially that's, like, your ego. And you are always just trying to, like, protect her. And... So I'm just thinking about younger me and like things that I like I wish she would have known and I would like just protecting her. I don't know, you know, so I feel like it's kind of healing just like talk about this stuff and like think back to you when you were younger. Like when you're listening to this and thinking about the things that I'm saying, like think back to what you were like when you were younger and maybe some of the stuff is stuff you already knew when you were younger and you need to know other stuff. But so like think about that journal about it. Think about it. I don't know. I feel like this is kind of like a little bit of a healing healing topic. Um, anyway, you are so fucking hot. Like if I would have known that when I was younger, if I would have known that I was so hot, if I would have had the confidence, like I thought that I was so ugly, 
I thought that I was so huge. I thought I was the giant fat friend, the, the fat, ugly friend. Like that is how I saw myself. I did not see myself as cute. I did not see myself as stylish or popular or cool. Nothing. I saw myself as ugly and the fat friend. I look back at pictures and I'm like, wait, I thought I was humongous. And even if I was still, my body is not the most important part of me. That is not anything that actually fucking matters. And I thought I was just, I thought that, I thought that I was so different than I was. And looking back at pictures, like I was tiny. Yes, I had a stomach and my friends didn't, but that was it. Like I thought my stomach, I still have my fucking stomach. I'm like, it is what it is, but I'm not a big person. I wasn't humongous as a kid, but I like literally thought I was the fat, ugly friend. And that like makes me so sad to think back to me when I was younger how I thought about myself like the negative narrative I had about myself is so so sad and so now like I just really make it a point to remind myself that my body is not the most important part of me it is the least important part about me I am so fucking hot and it just doesn't matter I just spent way too much time worrying about my body what other people thought about my body what they thought about my face like every part of me I was just so concerned about my looks and my physical appearance and it just makes me really fucking sad that I thought that or like I remember getting my first volleyball uniform I tried out for volleyball in high school I had never played volleyball before so I like practiced before tryouts and I just really wanted to be a volleyball player but it wasn't offered until I went to high school and so I tried out for the volleyball team I remember I was ranked 13th out of 14 that made the team so I obviously had a lot to fucking work on but I made the team and I got my first jersey and I think it was a I think the number was 13 and so that's the other shitty thing is the sizing went by like the smallest sizes were the smallest numbers so if you were number one everyone knew you were tiny and you probably were wearing extra small or small if you were in the 20s like oh my god you need a large like you're so big John JV like you're freshman you're 14 15 like you you need the bigger numbers and I got a size 13 or I got a number 13 and I remember trying it on and it was it was tight. Like <laughs> It was tight and it was tight in the stomach and it was like showing my stomach and I felt so shitty about myself and I was so timid. I was so shy. I was so embarrassed and I ended up going to my coach and I was like, is there any way like I can get a bigger number? Like, I just think I need a bigger size. And she's like, oh yeah, no problem. Like she was super great about it. I ended up getting a bigger size. So I think I was number 23. So then everybody else was in like, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then there's me like jumps up to like 23. It doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. But when you're a kid, when you're in high school, like that shit fucking sucks. Like to see that you have to get a bigger size, you have to have a bigger number. It makes you feel like shit. Even though you know you're not big, you know you're not fat. It just, it it sucks. It's a shitty feeling. And I wish that I could go back and tell myself that it doesn't fucking matter. Like you're still so hot just because you're not the teeniest person in the room doesn't make you any less worthy of the other people in the room like it doesn't matter and I just spent so much time worrying about my physical appearance and being concerned about things like that that it just it's it's so fucking depressing or like I couldn't share clothes with my friends because they were much smaller than me but who cares who fucking cares dude it doesn't matter so if that's something that you're struggling with and you're listening to this like please just listen to me when I say it doesn't matter. You're going to look back and wish that you treated yourself so much better. 
Like, you do not deserve to be treating yourself like shit just because your body isn't the tiniest one in the room. It doesn't matter. And even if you are the tiniest one in the room and you're treating yourself like shit, still doesn't matter. Like, whatever it is that you, whatever body image issues that you have, if you're too small, you're too big, you're too something, none of it fucking matters because your body, your physical appearance is the least important fucking thing about you. So please just fucking remember that. And it's something I tell myself every day now because I still... I wish that I was smaller and I'm like why for what reason what is what is being smaller going to get me in life literally nothing like it's not gonna get me anything better it's not gonna make me a better person the things that I should be worried about are being a good person not the way that my body looks like it's just I don't know anyway moving on all right sorry to interrupt everyone with a quick little intermission I actually ended up recording the rest of the episode it was great it was awesome I was in the mood It was wonderful. We talked about so many things. And then I listened back and it turns out that for the last few minutes, as you just heard, there was some audio fucking chattering, some weird noises. And it turns out it did that the entire episode. So I didn't want to cut too far back um, because I feel like what I just said was, you know, pretty, pretty fucking good. So I'm leaving that in there. Sorry if that was annoying as shit, Um, but I'm re-recording the rest because it was really annoying and I'm so sorry. (laughs) And the audio was just like literally so bad. So here we go. We're going to keep her rolling, keep talking about all the things I wish I could have told my younger self, trying to remember where the fuck I was at. But essentially, yes, I can beat it into your head until you die. And until I die, your body is the least important thing about you. All right, moving on. You are so fucking cool. I wish I would have known this. Um, I feel like the next few kind of go together. Um, But I wish that I knew I was fucking cool. I wish I knew that being a part of the popular group is not worth it. And that being delusional sometimes is kind of the fucking move. Um, So to elaborate on all those, when I was younger, I, I like was somewhat delusional. Okay. Like I was a weird fucking kid. I did weird fucking shit. I was such a tomboy. I was playing outside in the dirt and the mud and I was riding horses and I started the equestrian team at my high school and like. I just kind of assumed that, like, I was cool. But as I got older, I started to realize, I think the whole time I knew I wasn't cool, but I was trying to pretend like, I was trying to be delusional and pretend like I didn't care or pretend like what I was doing was cool. But I knew deep down, like, none of it was actually cool. My point is that, like, I just wish I would have realized that, like, that is cool. Like, owning your shit, doing what you want is cool. And changing yourself to be a part of a popular group or to be a part of a group that you think is cool. Like it's not fucking worth it. It is so not worth it to not be yourself just to fit in with people. Like you will find people that you fit in with. Your people will come sometimes either high school or middle school, whatever the fuck you're in. Sometimes that shit's just hard and fitting in with people is just hard in general, but it will pay off like being yourself, owning your shit, not worrying about, like whether or not you're cool compared to the general public, it doesn't fucking matter. Like being delusional is the way to go. Guys, I talked about this in another episode, but I got fucking bullied. Like I got bullied and I honestly just pretended I didn't. Like I think I knew deep down that I was getting bullied, but I was like, I don't fucking like that. I'm, I am not a person who gets bullied. I'm not a person who is not a part of the popular group. I am not a person that isn't cool. So while that delusion is great, I also just wish that 
like I don't know where the happy medium is in there. Like I think you got to get through high school. I think you got to get through middle school. I think you got to get through that shit and do what you got to do to like survive. But I also just wish that I would have believed myself a little bit more that I was actually fucking cool already. I didn't need to change anything. I didn't need to be a special way. I didn't need to act a certain way. I didn't need to party. I didn't need to drink. I didn't need to do specific things just to be considered cool or considered a part of the popular group. Like, I wish I would have known that. And if you're younger and you're in high school or you're in middle school, please, like, be yourself. It's not worth it to change who you are just to be a part of a group that honestly probably doesn't even care about you or probably doesn't even fucking like you. Like, hang out with the people you want to fucking hang out with, okay? I promise. I promise it is It is worth it is worth it. Um, we will get our heart broken, but we will be okay. It's not something to be so terrified of. Yeah, I got my heart wrecked. I got my heart broken. I got my shit wrecked. I got, I like, I felt feelings in the last year that I never realized I could feel. But I was so, so terrified of getting my heart broken. I was so terrified of relationships. I was terrified of commitment. I was afraid of anything. Like, well, I guess we'll also dive into this part. But like, I was growing up, I don't know if it's because I grew up super religious and um sex before marriage was something that like you I was taught you should not do and like being a sexual being was like frowned upon and I wish I would have known when I was younger that that is like be being sexual your sexuality who you are like that is a major major part of being a human being being in this body like this lifetime and if you're like constantly making yourself feel like shit over like either wanting to like make out with a guy let's say like when you're younger or you want to have sex with someone or you want to do something I don't know whatever it is like I made myself feel like shit about that and the other thing is like for the longest time I was so terrified of it like I was so terrified of doing anything sexual because I thought that like (laughs) hell would rain down on me or that like it would be so scary I feel like I just wasted a lot of time being so scared of boys, being so scared of doing anything sexual because I thought that it was scary. Like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else, maybe that's, I feel like somebody else out there had to have felt that when they were younger, just like being terrified of that. Plus like being terrified of getting heartbroken, like not only like the emotional aspect, but like the physical aspect of it. I spent a lot of time being terrified of both of it. And I wish I would have just opened myself up a little bit more, like be willing to just like go on a date with someone like going on a date with someone seemed like it was the scariest, biggest, craziest thing in the entire world to me at the time. And looking back, like I just wish that would have been less crazy. Like I wish I would have just looked at that as like, oh, my God, I'm going to hang out with a guy just like I would go to hang out with my friends. Like it's it's not anything big and scary. It's just you connecting with another human being. And same thing as like having sex, doing anything like I just spent a lot of time being scared of that. And I wish that I didn't. And I wish I was more open. So that's something I wish I could tell my younger self is that just you don't need to be so scared. Like you're going to get your heart broken. You're going to feel some shit and it will be okay. I am getting through it. Like I told you guys, I'm still feeling shit. I'm still digging, digging it up, digging through some trauma, like figuring out who I am in a relationship, who I want to be next. And I would not have known any of this or learned any of this if I didn't get my heart broken. So it's okay. It's okay to feel things. It's okay to figure things out. It's okay to try things. It's okay to be embarrassed. Like it is all of that is so okay. 
more about relationships, you are going to grow out of relationships with some people. And that is also okay. Like there are definitely people in my life that I thought would be a huge part of my life forever. And they're not anymore. And that is okay. I feel like I spent a lot of years or a lot of time just like sad that that person wasn't in my life anymore. But I'm sure we've all heard it. Like people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And I really think that a lot of my middle school, like a lot of my friends growing up, like they were there for a reason. Like I needed to learn something from them. I needed, I needed to hear, like I just, I needed to have their friendship in my life. And then we grew apart. We grew into different lives. We grew as people. And now we're out living our own separate lives. And some, a lot of them, like, a lot of friends that I had growing up, I still follow on social media or I still catch up with them once in a while. And it's like nothing ever changed. Like we are still super friendly. Life is great. We catch up on stuff and it's not a big deal that we're not friends anymore. It's not a big deal. It's not that we're not friends. It's not. It's just we're not close. And even let's say you grow out of relationships and like it's a bad ending. That's not always a bad thing either. Like you have to experience these things in relationships personal romantic whatever they are like you need to experience them to learn and so if you're growing out of friendships don't beat yourself up it's nothing you did wrong it's nothing they did wrong you're just growing as people and you're growing into different people maybe and your friendship doesn't really align with whatever your life is right now and that's okay don't don't beat yourself up about that I wish I knew that I could dress and I should dress however the however the fuck I want I feel like I didn't start to develop a personal style until probably I started to develop this in freshman year of college maybe started thrifting a little bit more got into that I was like constantly recycling my closet like I was buying reselling things I was thrifting like all this stuff and so I started to develop a little bit more of a personal style but in high school I just wore whatever I thought I should wear I just wore whatever clothes would just be on my body to cover my body like I did not I was so terrified like I said earlier like I was terrified of what my body looked like I was terrified of people thinking about my body in a certain way I was so scared that people were going to like see that I wasn't the skinniest girl in the room but like I should have just been wearing whatever I wanted like if I wanted to wear I don't even know like what I would have wanted to wear at the time but like I just know that I wasn't wearing exactly what I wanted I was just wearing what I thought I should wear and whatever everybody else was wearing and I just wish I would have been a little a little more unique in that aspect like dress however the fuck you want quit worrying about what other people are wearing or what you think you should wear like you should wear whatever we, whatever you want essentially I mean a lot of the stuff I'm saying here and the stuff that the rest of the stuff I'm gonna say is just do whatever you want like whether <laughs> whether it's cool whether or not whatever do what you want I think that's the bottom line. Like I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going with whatever else is on my list and what we got from listeners. But essentially I feel like that's the main point of this entire episode is that when I was younger, I wish I would have known that you should do whatever you want. Cause it, nothing, nothing matters. Not that deep. Um, I wish that I would have been more thankful that I spent so much time single. I told you guys before, did not get into my first relationship until I was 20. And like for some people, that's still like, oh my God, that's still really young. Cool. But um, a lot of my friends, I feel like we're in relationships starting at like 13, 14, going into high school, through high school, all that stuff. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Again, we all have our own life path. We all have our own ways that we're going to learn lessons in life. But 
I feel like I shit on myself so much when I was younger for being single, for not having any romantic interests or having romantic interests, them not having any interest back in me or things like that. Like I spent so much time just being so upset about how single I was. And I just wish I would have been more thankful. Like being single, especially when you're younger, sets you up, I think, for like a very good base. Like I feel like I have a very good base independence about me. We know that, yes, I got a little codependent in my relationship and definitely things that I'm figuring out from being in a relationship. And for some people, like they were in a relationship younger, so they knew they know how to be in a relationship. I didn't know. I don't know how to do this. I was figuring it all out. But my point is like I feel like I have a good base independence rate. <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I'm very independent and so even when I get into a relationship, when I come back out of it, it took me a minute, but like I refound my independence again and in an even bigger, better form, but I already knew how to be independent. It wasn't like I was just figuring it out for the first time. Like I already knew how to take care of myself. I already knew how to be my own support system. I already knew how to be my own comforter. I already knew all that. And so I think that spending so much time single when I was younger is something that I should have been more thankful for instead of beating myself up about it so if you're out there and you're like holy shit yeah I've still never been in a relationship maybe in your 20s and you're never been in a relationship I promise you you're just setting yourself up for more success as long as you're like spending that time single getting to know yourself and knowing what you want who you are where you want to go in life that by the time you do get into a relationship you're gonna know all of that you're gonna have an idea yeah you can still be open to growth and change and adapting and evolving with your partner but if you spend that time single working on yourself and embracing the time single rather than being so upset about it I think it's super beneficial and I just think I I wish I would have known that when I was younger that it's not a bad thing to be single I think like I talked about in Sadie and I's episode last week that in society it's very common to be looked at as unworthy if you're not in a relationship like you haven't done the one thing in life you're supposed to check off but like it's okay like truly being single is a good thing can be a great thing if you make use of it so don't don't let that like tear you down or make you feel like you're less than or like you need to be shitting on yourself every day because you're spending so much time single like I promise you that it's only a good thing as long as you're also trying to put yourself out there and you know make friends make relationships in any way shape or form I also wish I would have known that is it is okay to open up oh my god I cannot speak I'm so sorry I wish I would have known that it is okay to open up more, let people in, and being vulnerable is not a bad thing. Again, spent a lot of time just keeping everything to myself. That's like the <laughs> I think like that's the flip side of the whole being single thing for a lot of your younger years is that you rely on yourself a lot and it gets scary to let people in. For me, I was very scared of commitment. I was very scared of relying on anyone because I knew that relying on myself, like I'm the one person I can count on. And I just think that if I would have opened up a little bit sooner to my friends, I could have had a probably stronger support system and been less exhausted of constantly taking care of everything on my own, constantly dealing with everything on my own. Um, I think just being vulnerable in general is a good thing in the right capacity. And so I don't know. I think I wish I, I just wish I would have known that being vulnerable, crying in front of your friends, talking to people about your mental health, talking to people about literally anything like 
absolutely anything um, is a good thing, especially if it's someone you know and trust. And so don't be afraid to open up. Don't be afraid to let people in. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. I wish I would have known all of that as a kid. Stop being embarrassed about stupid shit. I am the type to get so like my anxiety manifests in the dumb shit. Like talking to my therapist, we were talking about anxiety and she's like, oh, so you're a wedding photographer. You probably get super anxious at weddings. Mm, Nope. Eh, Wrong. I actually don't really get anxious at weddings. Honestly at all. Maybe like the first like 20 minutes. I'm a little bit anxious just like getting to know everyone, walking into a new situation, making sure I'm not like walking in on anyone naked, like the guys or something. I don't know. You know, just like getting my bearings, maybe a little bit anxious, but throughout the day, like talking to people, meeting new people, none of that makes me anxious. I get anxious and embarrassed about the dumb little shit. Like, for example, I'm thinking of every time I'd walk into a basketball game, let's say, and I'm like, oh my God, I need to walk into the basketball game and find a seat. Why was I so like embarrassed to walk in and not know where to sit? Like, why are you embarrassed? Like you're just a human being walking in, going to sit down. And I spent so much time being embarrassed about stuff like that. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm going to look so stupid. Who cares? Look stupid. Own it. Own looking dumb. Like it's fine. And it's funny because even to this day, there's like times where if I, let's say I make a mistake and then I get told afterwards that it was a mistake, I'm like, oh shit, like. That's kind of embarrassing, but whatever. But when I go into it thinking, oh my God, what if I make the mistake? What if I make the mistake? And then I make the mistake. Then I get like so embarrassed. But I'm just like, if I didn't even, it's only because I like sat there and thought about it for so long. Like if you just don't think about it, like you want to sit down to the basketball game, walk in, look around, look for a seat, sit down. Oh, you can't sit there. Okay, move, sit down there. And there you go. Like, why are we being, why are we getting so embarrassed about the dumb little shit? Like, I understand that's not just a flip. You can, wait, what? A switch you can flip to just stop being embarrassed about that stuff. But I definitely encourage you to think a little deeper and really try to work on not being embarrassed by that stuff because it is just so dumb. It's such a waste of time, such a waste of energy. I promise it is just, it doesn't add up to ever be worth it. Um, Two more things from me and then we'll hear from what the listener said. But the other thing is just own the shit you like. It does not matter if people are judging you. I feel like this kind of goes back to just me saying that I wish I knew being a part of the popular group wasn't worth it, that you're already cool. But like, if you like things, own it. I loved riding horses. I loved equestrian. So I started an equestrian team at our school. There was two of us on it, me and me and Emily. We are the two rocking the equestrian team for the most part. And nobody even knew we had an equestrian team. We'd have me, <laughs> we'd have meets on the weekend. And so on Fridays, I'd wear my equestrian jacket. And I know I'd, there was a few times I walked down the hall, people would be like, like, wait, equestrian, like, what's that? Like, we have a, we have an equestrian, equestrian team? And I'm like, yes, like, I I am half the equestrian team. And they're like, what? Like, everyone was, like, so confused because they didn't know. And there are times, like, people try to, like, give me shit about it and kind of make fun of me, and I'm like, I literally don't care. Like, this is what I like to do, and I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to own that. And so while I did own it on some respects, there were definitely other things that I did not own. And I'm only trying to think of an example, but essentially I know you can think of plenty of things that you were scared of liking or scared that people knew you liked. Um, But who cares? Like do what you love, be who you are, stop worrying about what other people think of you. And then the last thing I have is just, 
I wish I would have known that I don't need to be so stressed about what I want to be when I grow up because I'm going to fucking figure it out. Like ending end of high school, I did not know through high school. I did not know what I wanted to be. I had a million ideas. I wanted to be a forensic scientist. I wanted to be in the Air Force. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be literally probably any occupation I considered because I was just decent at everything. I didn't have a passion. I did not have any one thing I loved. I didn't have one thing I was great at. I considered everything. And there were other friends I had who were like, I want to go to PT school. I want to be a nurse. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to business school, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how the fuck do you guys know that? We're like 17. We're like 16. How do you know that? But they did. And again, some of them are doing exactly what they said they were going to. Some of them also changed, which is completely fine. The point is that if you're one of those people like me who doesn't didn't have one thing that you're obsessed with, one thing that you know for a fact you're going to be when you grow up, that's okay. I promise you, you'll figure it out. I'm still figuring it out. Like, I think it's very common to be figuring it out through your 20s. I have plenty of friends now who are still kind of figuring it out. Who cares? Like, you have your entire life. If you're doing one thing right now and you like it and you don't want to do it again in next year or in five years, 10 years, then change. Do something else. I think we get too worked up about making sure we know what we want to be by the time we're 18. Dude, I went to community college because I changed my entire life path of what I wanted to be right before I graduated. Went to community college and just like literally was like, I guess I'm going to pursue this photography thing. And now here we are like five years later. Did I see myself with a podcast or being on social media every day, posting about my life and my work and running a photography business? No, God, no. I did not see that. It just like it blossomed into that and I'm so thankful that I was open to it so even if you are a person who does know what you want to be also be open like be open to change be open to adaptation because maybe in like some thing is going to come up in your life and you're like oh my god I want to try that like be open to that just because you had your heart set on like one path that you like you don't have to stick with that for the rest of your life like if you go to medical school you'd be a doctor for fucking 10 years and you're like I want to do something else I want to be a personal trainer okay cool go do that Like there are no rules, guys. I think when I was younger, I just thought there were so many rules that I had to follow. And the thing was, I hated rules. Like I hated rules. From the time I was a kid, I've always hated rules. I've hated other people being in charge of me. Like I always have hated that. And so it always made me so scared of life and living and all of that because I was like, oh my God, I I can't follow these rules. What if I don't want to follow these rules? What if I want to do something different? And then I did do something different and it turns out it worked. So stop stressing. If you don't know what you want to be, you'll figure it out. I promise you. All right. That is everything I have. So and we're coming up on 55 minutes. So let's run through what we heard from listeners. Some of it is stuff that I have already said. Some of it is different. Um, But yeah, we'll just we'll jump right in. No matter how your life started, it wasn't in your control, but soon you'll have the control to make it whatever you want to be. I think that's really great for anyone that out there if you have started like maybe in I don't know like if you started off life kind of shitty whether you have shitty parents or shitty home life or I don't know something happened to you like you will soon have the control to make it whatever you want to be and I think that's just like a very very good thing to remind like younger you that you are in control like it, it, you you can do whatever you want um next is that Never try to fulfill anyone else's dreams. Follow yours no matter what. 
again, this thing with the rules, <laughs> like you don't have to do what anyone else wants you to do. You only need to do what you want to do. This is your life. This is not their life. Whether it's your parents, somebody else in your life that's telling you that you're supposed to do one thing. Maybe you have to listen to them for a while, but once you graduate high school, you can do what you want, even through high school. Like, do what you want. Don't fulfill anyone else's dreams. Follow yours. Life gets so much better when you give yourself grace and love and fill your cup first. Fucking facts. Like, I am in my era of giving myself grace and love and filling my cup first right now. And it is so nice. I do wish I would have known that when I was younger. I was constantly trying to help everyone else and... I mean, I was definitely, I'm not going to say I was the greatest person ever and I was only caring about everyone else. No, but I did spend too much time caring about what other people thought or what I should do. And I wish I would have actually focused on myself and what I needed to fill my own cup first. (laughs) Somebody said in quotes, hey, buddy, you should read a little more. It's good for you and it'll help you in the long run. Also facts. I did read a lot as a kid, so I don't think I really necessarily needed to hear this, but I'm sure there's plenty of you guys out there that as a kid probably needed to hear it. Um, Stop caring what other people think of you. Just do you and what makes you happy. Yep. Literally what I have said like 17,000 times this episode. So I'm glad other people are saying the same thing. Take more time to be a kid. Adulthood will come too soon. Also facts. Like I think I talked about a couple weeks ago in the um, episode about making winter like cozy and relaxing whatever just be a kid again like realize that as a kid like I just think think back to when you were a kid and you probably spent so much time wishing you were an adult I know I did I spent so much time wishing that I was older that I was 21 and then I'd be so old like I remember 18 thinking 21 was so far away and like once I was 21 like I would have it figured out and like life would be set um bitch no not at all or when you're like 10 people in high school are so old like oh my god you're 14 and 15 you're 16 you can drive like why were we constantly romanticizing being older because the older we got the older we get the harder it gets like we should have just romanticized the fuck out of being a kid and just leaned into being a kid a little bit more um a couple more don't let fear hold you back facts boys ain't shit and your body's hot fucking preach yes boys are not shit and your body is hot that i was gonna like go i was gonna say more about that but she said it perfectly follow your dreams don't settle also true spend spend as much time with your friends as you can because one day you won't live so close i wish i would have realized that as a kid like wow i really wish i would have because i definitely spent a lot of time with my friends but like i just like you once you're an adult, your friends are so far away. Like everybody moves. One of my best friends is in DC. My other friends are like either across the state or in other states too. Like it just fucking sucks. Like your friends get so far away and you're going to wish that you spent more time with them. Somebody else said being a young mom does not make you a failure. Very, very true. Um, Just because their family doesn't mean you have to put up with it. Also facts. And The last one we have is stop rushing before you know it. You're 30 and you've rushed a lot. That is, I'm not 30 yet. I'm only 22, but I already feel like that. Like, I feel like I'm like always rushing through stuff and I'm trying to slow down and like genuinely enjoy my life and be present and enjoy what is around me. So yeah, I love that. Um, That's all we have for listeners. Um, 
wow guys i cannot think of words that is all we have <laughs> from the listeners and that's all we have from me um if you guys have anything else you wish you could tell your younger self maybe write it down journal about it send it into the pod instagram um i'll share it on my stories but i feel like just this is like a nice little healing episode for your inner child you can kind of think it back to younger you what she should have known he should have known and just kind of kind of heal that inner child in you like i said i think earlier in the episode i don't remember if this was before or after i re-recorded but um in therapy right now i'm talking about just healing my younger self and thinking about her a little bit more because a lot of the times like what we're doing in adulthood is trying to protect your younger self and so i think just like thinking back to who you were when you were younger and what you wish you could have known, then you can kind of take that going into as you get older and I don't know, put it to use a little bit more and remind yourself of those things. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Otherwise the giveaway is still live. Um, Just go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts and then screenshot your favorite episode and share it to your Instagram stories and make sure you tag that's all pod because I know some people have not been tagging the podcast Instagram. So then I can't see that you share it to your stories. So then it's hard for me to enter you in the giveaway. So yeah, go ahead, do all of that. Um, and then you guys will be entered. And otherwise, I love you guys so much already. Seriously, it means the world to me that you're here. Like I said, go follow that podcast Instagram. I promise you, I actually am up to date posting things on there, sharing reels, just trying to make a better community for you guys. I want this podcast to be not only a place for me to talk, but for you guys to feel like you're being heard, feel like you're being related to, feel like you have a place to make friends with other people who also love the pod. So yeah, just trying to like lean into that. Go follow the Instagram. Otherwise, yeah, go leave us a five-star rating review. That helps us so much. I love you guys so much already, and I cannot wait to chat with you next week. Thank you for sticking with me through this shitty audio this time. Um,